Chapter 18 of Bonne Marie. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Monica Raleigh. Bonne Marie, a tale of Normandy and Paris by Henri Greville. Translated by Marianne Neil Sherwood. Chapter 18 The Studio monday came bonne marie took her place on the elevated platform in the soft subdued light of the atelier with a sheet of music in her hand she stood erect her black dress for she still wore mourning for her father fell in soft folds around her graceful figure happy and yet anxious she followed each movement of the artist with intense curiosity he stood before her and made strange lines on his canvas. Contrary to his words to Bonne Marie, they were alone in his studio, for he preferred to make the preliminary sketch and fix on the pose, without the advice of friends, advice which generally leaves one out of temper and bewildered. He spoke to her occasionally as he worked to prevent her from feeling weary. Bonne Marie rarely opened her lips except to answer a direct question and her replies revealed such an extraordinary ignorance of the world that more than once the artist dropped his crayon and looked earnestly at his model she must be laughing at me he thought but the pure serene face of bonne marie excluded this idea no one plays a joke with such a calm angelic look more puzzled than ever the young man resumed his sketch with renewed energy. At last, he exclaimed, turning his easel toward her. She stepped from the platform and ran to look. Was that her portrait? Did those black lines on that grey ground represent her image? She stood silent and disappointed. Morin laughed. You can see nothing, he said good-naturedly. Well, never mind, it will come now will you dine with me bonne marie shook her head just as you please i make it a rule never to contradict any one to-morrow then at the same hour will you be at the concert to-night asked the girl with some hesitation most assuredly answered morin eagerly farewell then for the present said bonne marie as she put on her hat you're not going away so soon can we not talk a little no not to-day when we know each other better but i know you now very well cried morin snatching her hand and leading her to the easel again shall i tell you your history she looked at him with widely open eyes of surprise you were brought up in the country began the artist you have had a good education too good for the life you were to lead you were ennuyé where you were and finally you came to paris to see if you could not make more of your life here than in your country is not that so yes it is all true murmured the girl overwhelmed at this wonderful clear-sightedness to her the young man's words had far other meaning than they seemed to have and to him they were different still how were they ever to understand each other when the same word bore to each a different meaning and value you see, I know you thoroughly, continued Morin, and you will quickly learn to know me too. 
i am an honest fellow i like all that tends to make life agreeable i am an honourable man and i love you mademoiselle lucienne no answered bonne marie growing very pale do not tell me so i entreat of you but i must tell you because i wish you to understand me say no more replied the young girl you are painting my portrait now must i wait until the portrait is finished i shall have to work at full gallop then do not hurry answered bonne marie smiling there is ample time she left the room trembling from head to foot happy in being loved but troubled that the young man should have spoken thus lightly End of chapter 18 Recording by Monica Raleigh